Several years ago, I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, how am I not bald? Seriously. It was after recovering a hairball the size of like an entire made of an orange out of the shower. And then after cleaning my brush out too for like the third time after drying my hair, there was just hair everywhere. It was such a sad time. What's that time I'm talking about? It's the time of postpartum hair loss. And it's something that pretty much every mama goes through, but most mamas don't know it's coming. So today I want to talk about what that is, why you got to be expecting it, and how to deal with it. Let's go. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I, too, was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies, and He knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth, if we work with His design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for His glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. So the very first Your Birth, God's Way Christian Childbirth Education course is well underway right now, and we are having a great time learning and growing together. If you miss getting to sign up, or maybe you just found out you're pregnant since we started, don't worry, Mama. I am still here for you, and I'm happy to meet you on your journey wherever you are. Down in the description, there is a link to book a Midwife and Me Power Hour session. During this time, I will tailor a session with you that will deal with the exact things that are on your mind and on your heart as you prepare to bring your sweet baby into the world. You'll just answer some simple questions for me on the front end, so I'll be ready to cater our time to exactly what you need. Your providers are often very limited in their time, so they often can't answer all your questions or address all your concerns in your appointment slots, but I can. You are not alone, and I would be honored to help you. So just go down to the show notes right now and sign up for your slot. Now, today, we're going to talk about a topic, again, that most mamas, from my experience, have no idea that it's coming. You know, when you're going through your education or reading up, you read a lot of things about maybe postpartum bleeding, you read a lot about breastfeeding. You read a lot about maybe getting back to normal, when to have sex the first time, all these things. But there's one thing that seems to be overlooked quite frequently, and that is postpartum hair loss. And you may be thinking right now, what in the world is she even talking about? But it's really a real thing. And it is kind of scary if you're not expecting it. It's quite possible you've never heard of it. The fancy name for it is telogen effluvium. More commonly, it's called postpartum hair loss. And even if you've had a baby before, you might not have heard that exact term. You may remember maybe feeling like you were going bald a few months after you're having your babies, but I bet at least 90% or so of the women listening right now never had your provider warn you about that reality. 
So I'm going to tell you about it. About three months or so after you have your baby, you will have adjusted or maybe just started to adjust to your new reality of being a mama, right? You're kind of getting the hang of this mom thing. Maybe the baby's sleeping pretty good. You're feeding pretty good. Everything's kind of smoothing out. Things are feeling like they're getting to some kind of normal. And then one day it's going to hit you. You're going to be in the shower and you're going to realize the drain is clogged. And you're going to feel this weird feeling like there's stuff stuck all over your back or over the backs of your legs. And you're going to get out of the shower and you're going to brush through your hair and you're going to see that your brush is suddenly full of hair sticking out in every direction. And let me tell you, mama, this is just the beginning because as the days pass by, it's going to increase. At some point, you're going to look down at your bathroom floor, which used to be white, and now it's going to be kind of brownish or maybe kind of blondish. And you're going to think, how am I not bald? Your husband and your kids are going to think that they are being attacked by bugs around their ankles. But really, it's not bugs. It's just your hair. And there's a very normal process that explains all of this. And we're going to go into that a little bit now. So there are three phases usually in a hair's life. You know that what shedding is normal. You know that. But you probably haven't ever thought much about it. So there's three different stages. The first stage is called antigen or the growth stage. And this is a time when a hair is growing. It's usually about three to five years in length, approximately a thousand or so days. So that's when the hair emerges from your follicle and does its full growth cycle lasts about three to five years. Then there's the intermediate phase, which is catagen. And this is a time when the hair prepares to rest and the follicle begins to collapse. And that's usually, that period usually lasts around one to two weeks, around 10 days or so. Then the third phase is the resting phase, telogen or telogen, and this is the time when the hair begins to shed, and that period usually lasts three to four months or approximately 100 days. The older hairs fall out, and the new ones begin to form, restarting the first phase of growth. Hormonal changes in pregnancy cause that growth phase, that very first phase of the growth cycle or the hair cycle, to elongate. It lasts longer. So as a result... You remember when you're pregnant and you got those nice, lush, thick, full hair waves just bouncing around and everybody talks about how gorgeous your hair looks and how you're just glowing and all that thing? Yeah, that's wonderful while it lasts and you might even get some compliments for those beautiful locks. But as they say, all good things must come to an end. After your sweet baby is born, your hormones start to return to their pre-pregnant state over time and those hair cycles also return to their normal lengths as well. But remember, you've got an entire pregnancy's worth of unshed hair that is now ready to rest. All that shedding that you would normally do for that full nine months, it's all stored up. So let's do a little hair math. Since you lose about 100 hairs a day on a normal day, you've got 280 days in an average pregnancy of catch-up to do give or take. It's obviously not just a cut and dry on this day your hair stopped falling out, but give or take. For ease of math, let's do 100 hairs per day times 280 days in the average pregnancy. That gives you 28,000 hairs that you've got hanging in there that have got to go, which seems like a bajillion. Now, that's probably a slight overestimation again because it doesn't all just happen instantly and there's a little bit of a phase in and a phase out, but that's still a lot and it's very noticeable when it all starts. So now I know I have completely ruined your day. So let's talk about how, or maybe even if 
you can prevent all this. So obviously losing hair for a woman can be very traumatic because so much of our beauty is tied to the way our hair looks. And what's unfortunate is that this is a normal process and it is inevitable and there's really no way around it. There is some thought that maybe increasing certain vitamins might decrease the loss, but I personally don't believe it will work and here's why. Some amount of hair loss is normal. We lose hair every day. And since that hair loss doesn't happen at the same rate when you're pregnant, your body is just completing a normal process. So there's really no problem to fix, although it may seem absolutely awful when it's happening and that somebody please do something, help me, right? (laughs) Because your hair feels like it's just all falling out. That being said, it was so bad, the hair loss was so bad after my first baby that I wanted to try to make it better with number two. So during my second pregnancy, and then after I gave birth, I used a special shampoo, which is specially formulated with biotin to try to prevent and correct the hair loss. And it smelled nice, and it made my hair feel good and all while I was using it. But I lost just as much hair and was just as sad about it with my second baby as I was with the first. It made no difference. Now, of course, I recommend eating a balanced diet to keep your body functioning at its best, especially if you're breastfeeding. But taking an additional supplement is unlikely to stop the loss, which, again, is normal. But speaking of breastfeeding, I did find one study that suggested that breastfeeding moms experience slightly less postpartum hair loss than non-breastfeeding moms. So there is that in case you needed another reason to breastfeed, which I know most of you don't need that. But if you needed another one, there was, there's one for you. But it still doesn't stop it. It probably slows it down because of the way the hormones change a little bit differently while you continue to breastfeed. But eventually it's going to catch up. The hair has to be shed. It's just the way that God made us. We can talk about some ways to try to lessen the impact of postpartum hair loss, but again, it's still going to happen. You can eat a healthy diet, including a lot of good healthy protein. That'll give you healthier hair anyway. You can drink lots of water. Make sure you get plenty of good omega-3 fats through your diet. Avoid products that are damaging to the hair, like styling products and heat. Minimize your stress as much as possible, find ways to relax, get plenty of sleep, which I know is about impossible at this point. And then some do what a lot of mamas do. Maybe consider a little bit shorter do just because if your hair's shorter, when you shed it, it won't be as much hair there to shed, right? It'll just be a shorter strand, but it's still going to happen. So one thing I personally do to control the location of the hair loss, or one thing I did back then, and honestly, I still do now because I still shed quite a bit is that I wear my hair up a lot during that time. And then I gently brush my hair well before I put it up in the morning to collect all those strands. And then at the end of the the day, when I take my hair down, I brush it good then as well. So I collect all those strands. So that way, most of the loss is taking place in a controlled environment. So it's not all over the floor. One thing to be aware of, there is something called a hair tourniquet. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's when a hair gets wrapped around something that causes a loss of circulation. If this happens to you or your husband or your kids or your older kids, they'll notice it quickly because it hurts and you feel it. But when it becomes a problem is with your sweet baby that you just gave birth to or your other ones, if you have other really small ones, the hair can get wrapped around anything. That means that if you have a little boy Be very aware of his diaper area to make sure that none of your hair gets wrapped around his penis. 
And for both boys and girls, be sure that no hair gets wrapped around any fingers or toes. I know that sounds crazy, but it has happened and it's something to be aware of and just keep an eye on. When do you need to seek medical attention for postpartum hair loss? Well, generally it resolves on its own as the cycles get back to normal and you've lost all that hair that you didn't lose during pregnancy. By the time your baby's about a year old or so, your hormones have normalized to pre-pregnant levels and you're probably gonna get to the point where the hair loss has stabilized. If you're still noticing a significant amount of hair loss at that time, you consider, can consider seeing your provider to look for another possible underlying cause, like pro possibly something with your thyroid, those kind of things. But in general, this is a problem that isn't really a problem. It feels like a problem, but nothing's actually wrong with you. It's going to normalize. It's going to go away, and you're going to be okay, even if your ponytail isn't quite as thick as it was in the middle of your pregnancy. I know it's rough, Mama. I've been there with you. I remember looking in the mirror. I was actually in clinicals at the time when I was, I guess I just had AJ. He was about six months old. I was in clinicals, and I'd put my hair up that day in a ponytail, you know, not really paying much attention to it because I had a six month old and I was living in a studio apartment while I was doing clinicals. It was a little bit of a quote fun time. But I remember looking in the mirror and seeing above my temples, I could see my scalp way back. And I was like, oh my goodness, I look bald. It, it was just, it was a moment of not embarrassment. That's not the right word, but just, wow. Wow, <laughs> all of my hair, all of my thick brown hair is falling out. And it was not fun, but I did survive it, and you will too. I just want you to know that it is normal. I just want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you, and I want you to be prepared for it so when it starts, it doesn't terrify you too bad. Now, obviously, everybody's different. There's some people who this doesn't affect as much as others. Maybe you've got some very generous genetics that let you hang on to a little bit thicker hair, but on some level, it's going to happen to you, so just be ready. If this episode has helped you, I just ask that you would share it with some friends who you think it would help them as well. Maybe post it on your Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are on social media so that other mamas can benefit from the information as well so their world doesn't come to a complete end when their hair starts to fall out after their baby's born, okay? Can't wait to see you guys back here next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.